0: Faith babes. It is your host, Daisha Dakara, and welcome back to God the Promise Keeper podcast, where we talk about all things faith, all things hope, and all things love. I want to thank you guys for joining in for another episode or today. Today's episode is called Wild Man Slept. First of all, let me just sincerely apologize to y'all for not dropping the episode on last Friday. Last Friday, y'all, I was sick and you would not... I sounded like a whole man and I just did not have the the mental fortitude to even encourage y'all because your girl was struggling okay but I am all better this week um the past two weeks I've also been traveling so I I did travel while being sick and that was the worst idea I could have ever done because flying on a plane didn't do anything but make me become more clogged up my ears was clogged up it my ear my left ear literally just opened up where I can it's out where I'm not sounding like I'm underwater anymore so that was very aggravating and then I did also have to preach at a women's retreat um, also uh, this past weekend and that was also amazing like God is really doing his thing and opening up doors Uh, for my voice to just be heard and he just gets all of the glory I truly truly enjoy encouraging you guys I truly truly enjoy doing the work of the Lord so thank you thank you thank you we and also thank you to our new listeners we have listeners in Australia we have new listeners in Brazil and we have new listeners in Germany like Y'all is showing out for you, girl. Y'all is showing out. Not even much for me, but for the Lord. So I'm not going to delay the hour. I am not going to be before y'all long at all because your girl got mommy duties today. Okay, my oldest daughter... She have her marching her band performance thingy going on today, and then we have homecoming and stuff. So we have a lot of a lot of exciting things to do um, today. While I am on mommy duty, so you know, y'all keep me in prayer because it ain't it ain't easy seeing your kid grow up. My baby will be sixteen in December, and I'm I'm having a hard time processing. So y'all pray for me, okay? Is y'all praying? Is anybody praying? Is anybody somebody? anybody just pray okay nonetheless let's go ahead and jump into it so the scripture that we uh, are going to be focusing on today is Matthew 13 24 through 25 and I'm going to re- it. read it really quick it says the kingdom of heaven is like a farmer who planted good seed in his field but that night as the workers slept his enemy came and planted weeds among the wheat then slipped away when the crop began to grow and produce grain, the weeds also grew. The farmer's worker went to him and said, Sir, the field where you planted that good that good seed, it's full of weeds. Where did they come from? An enemy has done this, the farmer exclaimed. Should we pull out the weeds? They asked. No, he replied. You'll uproot the wheat. Wait, no, he replied. You'll uproot the wheat and if you do whoa, wait a minute. No, he replied, you'll uproot the wheat if you do. (laughs) Let both grow together until the harvest. Then I will tell you, tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds, tie them into bundles, burn them and put the wheat in the barn. Y'all this scripture, this right here, it has so much revelation just for me. And what I loved about the farmer is that he was able to identify that he knew that he sowed good seed. He knew what he had put in the ground. He was able to clearly identify what he put in the ground. And he knew that that was not God's doing of what Um, also came up with, with what he had sold. He knew that an enemy sold those weeds. So in order for him to even identify or to be able to know that the weeds was not from God, he had to have a relationship with God. So when you are planting your seeds, what weeds have sprouted up in your life? Have you been able to identify that? No, this is not of God. Do you know your father enough to know this is not something that he would do? Because my father is a father that gives good things. There's no good thing he withholds from me. If my my father, if my, my natural father would do good things for me, how much more will my heavenly father do good things for me? So I love the fact that he did not allow the enemy to taint his vision and of what he knew about God. Because, you know, the enemy is always going to try to capitalize his assaults. During our times of vulnerability. So he waited until everybody was asleep to go in to sneak and sow tears. And tears is like a grain that looks like the wheat. It looks like the will the real thing. So you won't notice it unless you are really paying attention to it. You won't notice it unless you unless you actually see it because they almost look identical so he's he sold something that was fake that was not of God but he did it in their states of vulnerability So during your vulnerability, um, this is where you also have to make sure you are guarding your heart and you are guarding your mind because during your times of vulnerability is when the enemy releases his missiles against you. It's when he releases his assaults against you. It's when he tried to come and torment your mind. It's when he tried to come and plant seeds and lies into your mind and try to speak the opposite things of God. So you have to be even aware in your times of vulnerability. And I know even just the time of vulnerability is when you are sick most of the times when you are sick you're not able to do the things that you normally do you probably won't uh, don't have the strength to pray as much or to read your word as much um, you know or to have that personal time that you desire to have with god and the enemy would love to try to come and make it and say that you know that you haven't spent your time with god so god doesn't you know god doesn't love you or you're not being inconsistent or you're not being productive or he'll just try to come and just so seeds into your mind and if you're not careful you'll take the bait you will take the bait. So even during um, our moments of vulnerability, we must always have discernment to discern his seeds and, his, and the enemy's seeds and the enemy's actions and his plans. So be very careful during times of bu- vulnerability, because this is when the enemy will try to get us or to get you to curse God and misidentify what is really going on. And that's what I loved about the farmer is that he what, he properly identified what was going on. He knew that that was not of God. This is not something that God would do. An enemy has done this. He was able to identify. And what does vulnerable mean? Vulnerable um, means being susceptible to physical or emotional attack or harm. It also means... Uh, being capable of being physically or emotionally wounded, or you're open to attack or damage, you're assailed to trouble or afflict in a manner that threatens to overwhelm. So when you are vulnerable, you are open. You are open to physical harm. You are open to emotional assaults. This is why you must, you must, you must guard your heart you must be very intentional with your responses and how you respond to the enemy's missiles because also too sometimes your your waiting can be your greatest strategy as well waiting is one of the greatest strategies so he sold that they had to wait for the harvest but even too, while they were doing that because oh let me go back real quick let me go back i'm getting ahead of myself hold on because what i love if you go back it says it says let both let both grow together until the harvest then i will tell the harvesters to sort out the weeds tie them into bundles burn them to put and then put the wheat in the barn baby those weeds already have a destination The enemy's plans will not prosper against your life. He said he going to gather them. They will be burned and burn them and burn them. The enemy's plans have a destination. It shows that no weapon formed against you will prosper. No weapon formed against you will prosper. Prosper. I prophesy that your vision and that your sight be even more open. I prophesy that your that your discernment be increased even the more so that you'll be able to discern the things of God, and you'll be able to discern the things of God and the and then the assaults of the enemy. You'll be able to properly identify that which is of God and that which is of the enemy. And you will not curse God. You will not curse God during your seasons of hardship. You'll be able to properly identify this is of the Lord or this is of the enemy you it will bring I prophesy that you will come into even more close proximity of God and that your relationship would be strengthened your relationship would be strengthened in the Lord so you have to know that God does not plant weeds the harvest of God is good. The harvest of God is what you can eat, is what you can indulge in. The harvest of God, the fruit of God, it does not make you sick. It does not harm you. The weed when you when things, when weeds are planted, it is meant to destroy. It is like I said, it's false grain. It's a kind of darnel resembling wheat except the grains are black. Always remember, again, God's seeds will always produce a harvest and fruit. His seeds aren't destructive like the weeds. Weeds is any plant growing where it is not wanted. Weed control is essential for maintaining high levels of crop production. That's what I found out when I was doing my research as well. The weeds compete with crop with the crop plants for water, life, and nutrition. But how many of you know that you can't compete because you are already you are already a, a winner? You are already a winner. You are already a winner. The fight is fixed. This is a fixed fight. It's a fixed fight. So the weeds can't even compete. It cannot even compete with what God has sown, with what you have sown in your life. So you have to know what you've sown. Be confident in knowing that you've sown these good seeds and that you are going to produce a, uh, your your fruit is going to produce a harvest. You're going to reap that harvest. And that if it's something that's sprouting up, you have to know that I didn't plant that. An enemy has done this. If you know that you've been uh, watching your mouth, if you know that you've been speaking the word of the Lord, if you know that you've been in agreement with God and you see some weeds sprout up, baby, you have to know that this is not of God. Don't allow the enemy to trick you to make you think that this is of God, that God did this. No, this is the enemy and you have a destination. I'm going to burn your stuff. Your stuff about to get burnt and it's not, it's going to sprout up but it's not going, it's not going to fulfill its assignment. The weeds, it will not fulfill its assignment. So I want, and I pray that you are encouraged, um, meditate on this scripture on Matthew 13, 24. I said through 25, but I think I went down to like 27 or something like that. Um, or 24 through 30, 30 Matthew 13, 24 through 30. So meditate on that. Read that scripture. Leave me some comments and let me know, you know, the revelation that you got or how this this scripture has blessed you. Because remember, our God is a good God. He's a good daddy. He is a good daddy. He is a good father. And remember, just remember that there is no good thing he withhold from you. He does not uh, plant bad fruit. He, he not finna give you no snake. He not finna plant, uh, uh, you know, a snake in your backyard. He not gonna put a snake on your plate for you to eat if you ask for some food. He not gonna put a plate. He not gonna put no frog or nothing on your on your plate for you to eat when you ask for some food. You asking for fruit and he giving you a snake. That's that's not the characteristics of our God. That's not the characteristics of our father. Our father is a good father who loves us, who's there for us, who cares for us, who never leaves us, who never forsake us, who never abandoned us, who always provide for us, who always makes a way out of no way, who always move mountains where we can speak to mountains, who always backs us up. We have the backing of the Lord. We have the backing of our father. And the enemy is jealous of that. The enemy is so jealous of that. So I want you to be encouraged because you have the relationship with the father. And that was something that the enemy wanted that he did not get. He didn't get the forgiveness. He got cast out of heaven. He didn't get the forgiveness. He didn't get the grace. He didn't get God's mercy. Oh, he did not get god's grace he did not get god's mercy he did not get god's love when he said he wanted to be like god he got he immediately got cast out of heaven he immediately got cast out of heaven which is why he told which is why he's upset with us because when, if you remember if you go back to the garden this is what I told them this weekend as well if you go back to the garden when he went, when he pre, when he presented the fruit to Eve huh since we're talking about fruit when we, when he presented the fruit to Eve, help me Holy Ghost, let me slow down so y'all can understand this and then we're gonna be done okay when he presented the fruit to Eve he said, did God tell you here eat this fruit And, and Eve was like no, we can't eat the fruit because God said that's a forbidden tree we are not supposed to eat from that he says well only God just know don't want you to be like him because if you eat that fruit you will be like God and so he gave her he sowed that seed into her mind her thoughts so what she did she went and she ate the fruit and the enemy he planted the seed that the same seed that basically of what he really wanted, which was to be like God. So he was thinking that if she eat the fruit because she wants to be like God, she is going to become a castaway and God is going to cast her away as well. She will be sent like be be damned as well because I said I wanted to be like God and I got cast out of heaven, but what the enemy did not know and God did the complete opposite. Instead of God condemning her, God gave her grace and gave them mercy. He gave Adam and Eve grace and mercy. Because what he did not know is that Eve was, what Eve didn't know was that she was already like God. And that was the difference. And that is that he was not like God. He said he wanted to be like God, but the difference and why Eve and Adam was able to receive the grace is because they were already like God. So God is not going to cast himself away. And the enemy was expecting them to be cast away like he was. And so when God gave them grace and mercy instead of damnation, now he, ha- he absolutely hates us because we, they received something that he did not receive. He didn't receive the grace and the mercy of God. Oh, that is good to me, y'all. I don't know about y'all, but that is good to me. Somebody say, checkmate, baby checkmate he thought that they was gonna be cast away but they were not they were not and he was pissed because of it he was pissed because of it he was expecting them to get the same judgment that he oh he was expecting them to get the same judgment that he got but adam and eve was made in the image of god Let us make man in our image. They were already made in the image of God. They were already like God. And so God wasn't going to cast away himself. And that was the difference. That's why he got cast out. Because you were not like God. You were not made. Satan was not made in the image of God. So that's why it it came from a a different place. When he said that that's why you got cast out. Because I didn't make you in my image. You were not made in my image. But Adam and Eve were. We were. We were made in the image of God. Y'all, I am not supposed to be on your past 20 minutes. Y'all, this is good to me. This, this is good to me. I don't know about y'all, but this is good to me. Okay? So, this is why. So, don't ever allow the enemy to make you think that God don't love you. That God is not for you. Baby, we are the apple of his eye we are the apple of his eye we are his sons and his daughters and he loves us immensely god loves you he loves you and will go and you have the backing of the lord literally laid his life down for you for me so i hope this bless y'all because I said I'm not going to be on here long and I'm trying to keep these short. So I thank y'all for joining and I pray that this has blessed you as much it is as it has blessed me. Remember to like, share, please comment, please let me know how you guys are liking this. Share it with a friend, send it to a friend, subscribe if you're on Apple Podcasts, if you're on Spotify, if you're on Google Uh, wherever you're listening from please subscribe and we are dropping episodes every friday i apologize again for getting the episodes out late um and me not uh submitting one last week due to my sickness but i thank y'all for y'all grace thank y'all for rocking with me and again this is god the promise keeper podcast where we talk about all things faith all things hope and all things love i'll be pushing out some new apparel and stuff like that so i thank y'all for rocking with me and until next time i will talk to y'all later